Hi there and welcome back to the FFS podcast. I'm your host Pradi once again and this is episode number 16 of the FFS series. Now, if you're wondering why I said that or why I used the word FFS series in particular, it's because we have two series that run, you know, uh in parallel with each other. So we've got one that happens every Wednesday, one ha- that happens every Sunday and so this is the main flagship series the one that we began with in season 1 and the one that we've continued throughout season 2 so far um and so for this particular podcast it's going to be a little so we talk about topics that or the major headline headline news that happens over the past week or so and also uh we delve into greater detail in this particular series we kind of go a little more analytical and but we still you know get the opinions and thoughts of our guests on the podcast and this episode is no different uh, for this particular podcast episode we're going to be talking about the barcelona presidential elections which were supposed to happen or which was supposed to happen on the 24th of january so a week from now but instead has been postponed to an indefinite date owing to the global pandemic uh yeah before i i think this news only broke out yesterday which is friday and so you know we really didn't have time to choose for another topic and this is something that holds for holds a great significance for you know you coolers and you other barcelona supporters out there because this will have a great impact on how the operations of the club um and so we're going to tackle certain topics like you know the significance of this election the various candidates and then of, of course at the end you know whether they can whether the candidates can deliver on their promises that they've of their campaigns uh so perfect so before we get to that however i think it's right that we start with introductions my guests on this po- podcast episode haven't been on this podcast before so they're newbies they're ffs newbies and so we like to have them introduce themselves to the public so let's start off in alphabetical order as always so we start with rahul Rahul would you like to tell us a bit about yourself Hey lads uh, my name is Rahul Chalke I'm 21 and I've been a Barca fan for quite a while now uh, Barcelona means everything to me it's the club that I love so everything that goes around with uh, goes around with Barca always kind of make tends to make me nervous and this is a big thing the presidential candidates uh, presidential elections and we have got a three candidate uh, so yeah let's get into it and discuss whatever uh, how we can awesome all right uh, next we move on to rudra and rudra would you like to give us a brief introduction hey i'm rudra i am uh, 16 years old and yeah uh, same i've been supporting barcelona for over a decade now like yeah from 2010 so yeah the club means a lot to me and these presidential elections have got me quite scared because the future of the club depends on it and that's just hope for the best awesome yeah definitely and lastly we've got shubham shubham would you like give us a brief introduction yeah so yeah third barcelona fan on the panel and been following barcelona so for a while now so could say that seen the glory days seen the downfalls of it uh yeah just here to be part of the panel now. awesome So you've heard from our guests you at least you've heard their introductions and so g- let's start with discussing the topic at hand and that is the Barcelona presidential elections uh so from let me kind of lay the 
scenario, set the scene, and then we'll come to your thoughts. So, uh, I think, was it a few months ago that Barcelona were running themselves into the ground under Josep Maria Bartomeu? You know, things were quite dire at the start of the season, especially with Lionel Messi, uh, the one-club man, Lionel Messi, wanting to call it a quit at uh, Camp Nou and looking for a change. Uh, possibly a shift in scenery, but things obviously things escalated from there with obviously rumors of you know promises that were never delivered by the president to Barcelona and to Messi himself, and so on and so forth. The the saga drew out all the way post the transfer window and until his ultimate uh, or un- yeah his timely I guess timely resignation from the post, and so which leaves us now with. The presidential elections, uh, and that is now, from what I've read, there are three candidates that are in the running to become the Barcelona president. So we've gone, we've got former president Juan Laporta. We've got a new uh, candidate who's also a telecom mogul, who's uh, Victor Font, and a relatively unknown Tony Fresha. And I know I might be, you know, messing around or screwing up the pronunciation here, but uh, so bear with me. So we've got three main candidates, but we probably focus on the the big two which i guess most papers are saying the battle will come down to which is one laporta and victor font so we'll kind of now move on to asking our guests what their thoughts are on the candidates on you know the significance etc so guys thank you for your introductions and let's start off with the big question so according to you all how significant is this election to barcelona uh, and we probably go in reverse order. So I'll ask Shubham first. So Shubham, according to you, how significant is this election? Oh, this this election is the make it or break it thing for Barcelona at the moment. Like the club has been through a lot in the past few years. It it wasn't like a one huge decision. It it feels weird to say that 2015 treble that Barcelona won. That was the worst thing to happen to the club in the recent years because th- that's what gave the most of the incompetent people in the board or in the organization at the positions of power for so long. Like they, that played a huge part. We, if we if we would have gone trophyless that season only, they would the relation that happened uh, a year later would have gone other uh, in in a different direction. Currently, uh, situation is pretty bleak. I mean, uh, you look at the media reports, like recently club traveled to Vesca by bus, which I, I am in favor of reducing the carbon footprint and all that. It's good. But club was praised for entirely different reasons. Like uh, uh, club officials were praised for saving 30,000 uh, euros on the bus trip. Like instead of going, like going over the flight would have cost 30,000 euros much more. And if you are saving 30,000 euros and you are being praised for it, for a club that has a revenue of 900 million euros or something, yeah, your financial situation is not that good. Then, even in a serious interview, like a very serious interview that Messi had recently with a proper journalist, he was asked, like, uh, if he ever called uh, Bartimeo Nobita. Like, these are the questions that should not be asked in a serious interview. If you know it's a circus right now in Barcelona uh, management side of the things. Uh, yeah, so the next 
person who comes in has to change a lot and it will either make it or break it thing for barcelona we can go any direction from now we can reach to our previous glory or we can go become another ac milan or maybe people will start to refer as another barcelona to a poorly run club in few years wow uh yeah definitely okay uh i i agree with you there i think this is going to be almost a make or break make it or break it situation for the club uh but i enough about me let's move on to our next guest rudra rudra you said in your introduction itself that this election scared you so this seriously must have some it must be of extreme vital significance to the club and its future yeah it is um it can't go wrong cuz if it does we're we're in big trouble cuz uh, as you know that uh, bartomeu has been was just forced out recently because of his incompetencies and now we need to hire a uh, maybe to elect a president who is serious about getting the club back to its glory days and um, yeah and who doesn't have any uh, personal uh, any self interest so that's really so that's really important important yeah as uh, shubham said that if this doesn't go correctly we will probably become a next we will probably become the next ac milan or a massive club who has gone down to the ground in recent years because of poor management awesome and rahul uh further thoughts to add to what rudra and shubham have said regarding this this, this election as both of them said it is a make it or break it situation so the situation at the club is quite tense right now what i should say it can't go wrong it definitely can't go wrong uh, although the, I, i'm quite you know i'm quite i'm having a positive feeling regarding both the candidates juan laporta and victor fond it obviously between them because pekcha isn't really considered to be a president at barcelona at the moment so yeah uh, things really need to go right from this point of time uh, in a recent article i read barcelona are under 900 million of debt that fight too much for a top club which is which, which is always at the top basically so in order to things to go right the new president would be, would have to change a lot of things that is not just the transfers but the management going on inside and basically we have to become economically stabilized first rather than concentrating on the other factors so yeah if volapotas uh, experience is something which will be very helpful on the other hand victor fond seems to be having a very great plan a project that he has been working on for quite a while now so it's a win win situation for us at the moment but it uh, it's barcelona after all to manage a club like barcelona there are a lot of things there are a lot of things that would be taken under consideration there is transfers there is management there is the whole economy of the club so whoever gets selected i hope things go right from this point of time the last five have five years have been really really tough on us considering the humiliating champions league losses the transfers the big money signings who haven't lived up to the occasion so yeah there are quite a number of things that need to go that to that to need to be back on track after this elections Yeah so uh, I I wanted to ask you so how has it got to such a situation because if, if as far as I know the elections were supposed to be I think either later this year or I think supposed to be later this year but they they pushed it forward because of the whole Bartomeu and Messi debacle that happened last summer so 
according to you though what what's led it to this dire situation this situation of make it or break it so according i mean in the past 5 years it's not just if if you want to look at the beginning of all this we'll have to go a decade back almost a decade back back in 2011 12 lo, 2011 or 12 when sandro rosel was uh, elected as the president of barcelona after laporta's reign that was quite a re- that was really bad decision uh, sandro rosel really screwed up with a lot of things he brought in uh, neymar although he brought in neymar that was a illegal transfer after which he was also uh, you know acquisition uh, and quite a number of things that hadn't really you know uh, worth mentioning for a club president he he had to go to the jail that a president of fc barcelona had to go, go to the jail that quite something after that bartomeu was elected who was uh, sandro russell's kind of a friend uh, sandro russell's puppet you could say he came in even he didn't have a good reputation with him but as shubham uh, said the 2015 treble that was where that is kind of weird to say as he said but that is yes the worst thing that has happened to the club in the past few years since then it has all been you know individual efforts by some of the players that has you know kept the reputation of the club had led us to some of the league titles and the cup titles but that all important title the champions league is still missing from the cabinet for five or half a decade now and uh, not just that but we've got signings that haven't lived up to anything we've got a manage we have got a destabilized management even right now the presidential elections have been postponed to 7th according to some sources uh, the 7th of march which had to happen on the 24th of january i don't know why right. they keep on postponing it actually you know they are, it seems like they're just using the pandemic as an excuse in order to just keep delaying it carlos tusquets who's the current president i mean the replacement of basumi batumi for quite for some time uh, he has again postponed it i i can't seem to get my head around it why club doesn't have a central committee at the moment how are we going to it doesn't happen at a professional club it it doesn't work like this for me how how are we going to get over those debts there is a important all important transfer window that comes in summer and we are getting a president in march he has to already get settled here get get around how to fig- has to figure out how to get over those debts that those 900 million euros of debt it's quite confusing for me right now why have we really just postponed the election right so ruda okay wait shubham do you want to say something on that before i get to uh, yeah 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 i'll i'll say your thing so like uh, there hasn't been a deal without a complication uh, in barcelona in recent time they bought neymar with uh, with a tax fraud like club's name got dragged through it that was like the beginning of the thing then there have been transfers we are transfers like andre gomez alex song who hasn't really worked out uh, then they brought kutino for 160 million who, ne- who hasn't like made any impact to, like as, or has lived up to his price tag and then he came to he then he went on loan to bayern came back against us to play against us in semi finals scored a goal gave two assists like a 160 million euros worth player goes to loaned out goes to a different club comes again and plays against you in the champions league semi final and like <laughs> ultimately 
to take part in like the biggest humiliation your club has been has been through for exactly not just a loss or humiliation yeah yeah entire history of the club like where have you seen this happen in a elite club like i i have seen teams manage better in like pdfa or pune district football association better man like it it is that embarrassing and that shambolic at the management level and it's not about the sporting side of the things uh, when you come to the sponsorship deals the sponsorship deals with qatar or the sponsorship deals with construction companies or even with the uh, the sporting uh, sorry the expansion project uh, the cap uh, expansion of camp nou and the surrounding area like they haven't done a single thing good they have show, showed like posted a pretty good number saying that we are the first club to push for 1 billion euro revenue mark but the figures uh, on balance sheet don't really mean anything if they aren't they aren't like sustainable or they aren't any long term so yeah when you compare it to the other top clubs you don't see any other top club doing these uncomplicated uh, or rather very complicated deals uh, getting uh, getting in trouble with law too too often too much this, this thing can't be happening in a club of stature of barcelona and yeah so these are the things of the like these are the uh, main points that led up to these events and finally vartime have to step down i i wish he had stepped down earlier in two years ago or maybe even three years ago but yeah it never occurred he overstayed his welcome and now we are in this pickle so yeah yeah i i, I mean barcelona is always known along with real madrid to be the top two clubs in the world no matter how you know how bad it's been or how good it's been uh and rudra do you think that that uh title or that yeah that title is in sort of jeopardy right now if and also because of this continuation or, or continuing delay a uh, delayment or a delaying sorry not delayment delaying of the election so how significant is this delay going to cost barcelona um yeah it could it could be important because as you know right now we're in the january transfer window and with um this bo- it's a um, it's like a, a caretaking it's a caretaker board so you can't exactly sign anybody which and let's be honest we don't need some reinforcements especially in defense because we have uh, gerard pique injured and samuel unpiti is he's uh, inconsistent and 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 quite injury prone too but um yeah i i it really confuses me why he uh, why carlos tusquets who is in charge right now has delayed the elections because his only job was to come in and make sure the elections were held as quickly as possible and now he's just postponed them which really confuses me so this is this is actually what bottome wanted he wanted the elections to be held on march 15th so as you know uh until a couple of days ago it was supposed to be held on january 24th i believe uh and now again it's been pushed back to um sometime in march apparently so yeah it's a it's a big thing and yeah our our status as a top club is is, is in danger currently because as you know bayern munich are are catching up they've overtaken us in the number of champions leagues equaled us for most travels in history so yeah it's it's a problem right now. Yeah all right okay fair enough and yeah i i would i would agree with you i i wasn't sure about the march date but thanks for clarifying that because i thought it was going to be later in the year but uh if if this is going to go the way the bartomeu had wanted to go that's definitely cause for concern for anybody related to the club 
but all right, so let's now move on to our second segment or the next segment, which is going to be talking about the candidates, and we'll kind of do that in two separate segments. So we'll first talk about who's probably been touted as the favorite by a lot of the media, and that is Juan Laporta. Uh, I just want to ask you guys, first off, he's had a successful first term. Uh, you know, I think it was between 2003 to 11 or something like that. He had quite a long uh, two-term spell uh, initially. And so how much... Or uh, does that play into his hands come his second, uh, you know, come this election and a possible second stint at the club? That that really plays a big part in his favor at the moment. Uh, uh, unlike Font, he doesn't really have to prove himself that he'll he'll do this, or he doesn't have to make some promises that he'll bring him this play, bring in this player, or he'll make changes in that. Because people know that if he comes in, he'll he'll definitely make changes. It's not just that reign; it is the particular success that we achieved during that reign. Two Champions League titles, the not two, three Champions League titles, a number of league titles in the bag, a treble, six trophies in a year. That speaks quite. That speaks volume, and that really plays a big favor in his. That plays a really big part in his favor. So Laporta definitely the favorite. Uh, by the way, that is uh, this start. For the pre for the pre candidates, there is a certain process in which they are, they need to gain at least two thousand two hundred and fifty seven votes from the socies in order right. to be a proper candidate in order to stand stand in the race for the elections. In from those votes, Laporta received around ten thousand, Font received around four four thousand, and Freixa just overcame that barrier of two thousand two hundred and fifty seven votes. Receiving twenty three hundred, so that speaks a lot. Ten thousand, so she's uh, voting for him. So most, yeah. So he is kind of favored right now because of his past reputation and the way he has been speaking now. That that uh, banner in front of Madrid, uh, in the front of Barnabas, saying "See you soon." That that also played a kind of a big part in this uh, whole saga. Basically, yeah. So that uh, makes Juan Laporta edges out all the candidates or Frigg and Pont uh, for the president uh, for the president uh, for the presidential title. Right, and I should also mention there was a fourth candidate who did have two thousand five. His name starts his surname starts with R or so or something like that. So he, but unfortunately, pulled out of the race, citing that this would be a dirty war that he he wanted no part in. Uh, but we'll come to that a little bit later. Uh, Rudra, I want to get your thoughts also on this in terms of how significant or how important his previous stint at the club, his successful previous stint at the club, is to his election electoral campaign. Yeah, it is. It is quite significant because uh, because he knows the club quite well. He will have the 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 trust and the support of all most of the players and the members of the club. So yeah, it does play a, a play a big role. Like uh, at the start of this uh, saga between Laporta and Font, m- most people were pro Font because Laporta hadn't even show, g- given his plan like as to what he'll do when he's uh, when he's elected. Font just has given a full list of exactly what he wants. To sh- uh, he, is, he wants to bring back uh, former legends to the club in in respective sporting roles. Uh, bring back. 
UNICEF as a sponsor uh, and many other things. But I think it's just that how big of a name Laporta is in Barcelona. I think he's. I think that that just uh, helps him edge it. Right, uh, Shubha, go ahead before I ask you another question. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Laporta has that legacy. Uh, he obviously took on the club's charge in 2003 when Barca wasn't doing great. Finally, it wasn't as bad as it is now. But yeah, Barca wasn't doing great financially and yeah, on sporting terms. He took on. He changed the perspective of the team and uh, led us. Uh, gave us a very successful period of time. Um, yeah, so he he is definitely favorite, and he is that flamboyant uh, with uh, like the guy who is with charm and everything with that with his Ola Madrid banner outside Barnebau. Or when he was recently asked in the interview, like uh, you used to party a lot, and now we don't see have you changed or like have you changed or has why has it changed? So he said that I used to party a lot because I used to win a lot. With Barcelona, so yeah, he is that guy with a like a very massive personality uh, and a very good character. To be honest, to lead Barcelona, and uh, that tips him to be uh, the next Barca president. Right, and Shubham, while well, we've got you on here as well, so one of the key uh, pillars of his campaign, of Laporta's campaign, and I'm say key pillars because. Uh, this is one of the only things I've actually read about his campaign, whereas Font has other ideas as well. Like Rudra said, I think Font's really detailed his campaign out, whereas Laporta's kind of playing it by ear, saying, okay, he's not promising a lot, but he's kind of backing, uh, I mean, also saying that there will be changes. So one of those changes that he does propose or he has proposed is the building up or rebuilding of La Masia because La Masia at one point of time and especially during his first stint at the club was unrivaled. You know, you you were producing talents the world had never seen, the footballing world had never seen uh, and, you know, marveled at because you had Xavi, you had Iniesta, you had Messi, you had, you know, players later on who came in who had, who had done reasonably well during that period and, you know, that who have and won so many trophies under Guardiola. How important do you think the building up of, or the invigorating of La Masia, reinvigorating La Masia is for Barcelona? Oh, it, it is very important. Like it's the identity of the club. If you want to be restored as a like that powerhouse of in the Europe again, it is like a must thing to do on the checklist. Uh, the Laporta's campaign, yes, like if, if you said, like he is. Like has been there, done that. Let's run it back. That sort of attitude or that sort of campaign. Uh, and he was uh, quite lucky. I wouldn't say quite lucky, but he he had that fortune uh, or like that uh, opportunity to work with the players, like you said, the golden generation of the La Masia. And to be honest, we still produce quality players. It's not uh, that we don't produce quality players. It's about how we integrate them into the team. Over the years, Barcelona become that team, like uh, the club that can't lose any competition. Everywhere, every year we go, every season we go out for the treble. If 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 it is not a treble, then you you haven't had any, a very successful season. You win league or Copa del Rey, okay, it's fine. It's 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 usual. You should like that. That is your uh, routine. 
it has become like that but you have to win that champions league and complete the trapper so with that sort of pressure on the club you can't keep relying on the academic prospect like this this ideology generated like we can't keep uh, la masia uh, talent uh, and we can't we don't have that much time to take la masia talents out of the academy and start integrating them into, into them uh, them into the team we have to buy uh, established players we have to buy superstars or like uh, we have to sign the we have to change our policy to galactico policy like big name transfer that that thing and we failed with that like we brought neymar and then he left then we brought other other big name signings who hasn't quite really worked out and now we have to obviously go back to the lamcia talent since we don't have we are not in a financial uh, position to afford any other big big signing and uh, god forbid uh, that signing does not work out so we have to go back to the lamcia talents obviously to find what we have in our uh, inventory and work with that uh, so yeah that reestablishing lamcia is very good and also for the future like there was there were some things or signings that were really did not made any sense to me like the hiroki abe the japanese dubbed as japanese messi uh, he demanded like 1 million euros to extend his contract and club said uh, it's not he's not that like it's not worth to pay him 1 million 1 million euros and he eventually went to madrid now if he turns out to be as good as a player he's being dubbed right now that's a different thing but 1 million euros is like out of when you pay 160 million euros or like 120 million or 100 million plus signings every season 1 million euros should not be a amount that that we look twice to retain a talent or retain a potential player with such a potential so yeah uh, laporta or any next president has to have work with the la masia carefully has to see what the uh, what's available what's what should be done about it right now and change the system bring it back up right uh, rahul i want to ask you as well so obviously over the past decade or at least 5 years or so you know barcelona have been known to splurge big for few players you had i think spent 400 million on just four players which is quite absurd uh but in terms of the la masia graduates that have been that have been graduating you know in recent years do you think they can there will be a time when lionel messi either calls it a day at barcelona or eventually retires at barcelona but do you think they are in, in any situation to take over from lionel messi and barcelona as a club as well to kind of take that mantle from him and does this add to the importance of reestablishing la masia's uh, you know power in the club yeah yeah so basically i i don't really think there is anyone who can carry you can take the stature of lionel messi arguably not not arguable for me the best player of all time basically uh, and as as shubham said it's not like we aren't producing talents we are yet uh, still producing talents but to match the level that we match the level of players that we got under laporta just we got messi we got iniesta we got xavi we got busquets those are names that speak volume and we are still producing a lot of talents as as you said 400 million or not four but just three players that is 100 and uh, around 110 million on dembele 160 on coutinho and 120 on griezmann 
and none of those players have really lived up to the amount of money that was splashed in to get them to the club so and on the other hand there are players like Ricky Pooj and Ansu Fati who have just you know made everyone wonder like do we really need to spend money on players do we really need to do that that Ansu Fati is just 18 and look at the way he has been playing yet he made his debut last year and he's been just absolutely fantastic Pooj has been fantastic as well so yeah uh, whoever the president comes in he needs to work with the talent uh, there is there are many more ta- there are many more such talents there is Alex Moriba in the B team there is Yandro there is i can't even just get there many names so whoever comes in needs to work with not just the B team or the we have to start with the ground level itself the kids team the youth team the B team we need to look over everything if we still want to get that stature back of producing the greatest talents in europe so whoever comes in has a big job in his hand regarding the talented uh, players of lamazia all right fair enough and yeah i would agree i think uh, i think it's it's you know recent history has shown that you can probably get more out of your own uh, from your own backyard rather than having to splurge insane amounts of cash on players who really don't want fit into them all and i think that was one of the key things that during laporta's time you know worked well right all of your players were ingrained into that system of or that philosophy of barcelona they knew everyone who graduated from la masia academy knew how to play the barcelona way at that point of time which was i guess possession tiki taka style passing and playing and so i guess that that is very very important um and now we move from laporta to his competitor's rival that is victor font uh huge telecom mogul which i i never heard i never heard of him before but i was very surprised to see you know how interested and how keen and eager he was to become the president and like i think rudra mentioned his detailed plan for the future of barcelona and so rudra let's talk about victor font for a minute here now one of the one of his main pillars of his campaign or yeah propositions of his campaign was to bring in legends from bring in former legends of barcelona and put them into sporting positions how viable do you see this proposition be for the club it's very viable because they are former legends so they obviously demand respect and they will be given to like like for example xavi uh, he wants to bring in xavi as manager if you have seen xavi's uh, xavi's team outside in qatar they play really good football they've been they're top of the league and they're doing quite well um so yeah obviously um he knows the barcelona way of playing he's worked under various coaches like guardiola uh tito villanova uh, luis enrique so yeah i can see and i can see him trust uh, in uh, the la masia academy because obviously that's where uh, all the that's where the players who really know the barcelona way will be coming from instead of instead of again spending hundreds of millions on players who have been severe disappointments let's be honest and yeah like players like uh, uh sati uh rakit puj uh, all these guys they can come and they know how to play and just they need to be integ- they need to be integrated into the team and they can they are the future of barcelona so all these all these superstars that have been brought barcelona to the level it is today they are 
most of them are from Lamasia. So, so yeah, these legends will definitely have a big impact in the club. All right, I I can understand that argument, but here's my counter to that. I'm I'm drawing parallels now to what we've seen in the Premier League, where former legends have come back to manage their clubs. We've seen it with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. We've seen it with Frank Lampard. We've seen it with Arteta. There has been, okay, some of them have been successful to an extent, and while others have struggled massively, there is a huge jump to be made from coaching a team like Al Sadd in Qatar to managing Barcelona and a club like Barcelona. Now, how big a gamble is it to replace an experienced manager like Ronald Koeman, who Victor Fon said will be out of a job if he ever comes into power? How big of a gamble is it to replace him with a slight, a very inexperienced manager like Xavi? Yeah, he Xavi might know the ropes and might know Barcelona in and out, but to in terms of, I mean, it's a big jump. So how how much of a gamble is it? And also, if that were to not work out. How much of how big a blow will it be to Victor Font uh, and Barcelona as well? Yeah, as you said, it it is a huge gamble because yeah, with legends it's usually um it it, it can go one way or the other. We will need to give him time. Obviously, we we can't ex- uh, ex- expect everything to work out instantaneously. It'll take maybe like given the state we are in right now, it'll take about at least not say four a uh, three to four years to you know really be challenging for uh. A Champions League, you know, without relying on yeah you know, uh, Messi and the others. So yeah, it it is a huge gamble, but we have to take it. Shavi uh, uh, is like the main uh, main person in uh, Victor Fon's project, and if that doesn't work out, it will be quite bad. But we have to take the gamble sometime. Yeah, there is a certain issue with uh, Font at the moment. Uh, although Fontes uh, he properly laid out a plan, he said that Javi would be the general manager, Jordi Cruyff would be taking up a position at the club. But in certain uh, during uh, certain times when Javi was asked about Font, he replied that he is not really favoring any uh, certain candidate. Uh, he just hopes for the best for the club, and uh, he really wants to come back to the uh, club at some point of time. So that really. Played out in Fon's favor, as he has been, you know, taglining Xavi in every in uh, every interview that he has spoken in. The same with Yordi Krayf. He tweeted uh, uh, tweeted recently that he is right now concentrated with his current club, that is the Chinese club Shenzhen, Shenzhen FC, and uh, the rumors about him to Barcelona are false at the moment. Although Fon. Uh, people are saying that it's because they are at their current job. It really did. It really didn't play uh, play out in his favor. So that kind of a issue there with Font. But even if we, as you said, uh, Pradyumna, that if Javi comes, it would be a big gamble to bring in an inexperienced manager and to be a legend uh, at the club to play as a legend and then take it over as a manager. It's a whole different ball game at the moment. I don't think that that will particularly work out in our favor. So I think even if Xavi comes, he should spend uh, a spend a uh, year or two with the youth team, work with them, probably the B team, and then you know take over that mantle of becoming the gen- the manager of the club. That will really help him, and the player is the footballing brains he's got. He'll definitely do well. I don't think there is a problem with that. But there are certain flaws with Font. There is a 
certain soin is flow right now i uh, can't really say that things are going according to his plan at the moment yeah the personal are like the stars difference between these two campaigns uh, laporta's panel is basically business executives or businessmen and uh, victor font's panel is much more diverse or like he, he, he is claiming that it is much more diverse he he, he claims that he'll bring zavi on board he brings former legends maybe puyol or other players on board uh, so actually i am in favor of uh, a diverse panel of uh, people uh, overseeing as a board because you see these clubs in bundesliga uh, successfully runs bundesliga uh, i'll rather add that let's say bayern or even dortmund they have uh, for the sporting side of uh, sporting aspects of the club they have pl- former players or former footballers or at least coach a coach uh, people from footballing background uh, in this position uh, for the financial uh, things they have let's say for bayern uh, i think it's uh, an adidas executive at the helm of the financial department things like that so these are the things that like are crucial to the success of a football club don't don't run it like corporation the financial advisors or the, uh, the people who see that uh, business or the monetary aspects for the club they should be assisting the uh, people who run the footballing side of the things it should not be the uh, people making decisions who who handle the money for the club so victor font's idea is based on that he'll bring the former legends his panel will be much more diverse his plan has been in the works for seven years and so on but like rahul said it's all just been a talk for the moment there are there is no concrete outline to his plans like his whole hierarchy seems cool but uh, people in those hierarchy haven't confirmed their participation in that hierarchy as of now like many key people are missing i'll add uh, i was even part of the event that he held for barcelona fans all over the world to be honest i, I did not understood most of it since basically they spoke in catalan or spanish but the uh, english the what little bit of english they spoke in that uh, session was uh, the plan is in uh, like multiple stages there is one immediate plan to control the current crisis then there is like the uh, plan for next 2 to 3 years to build or maybe replace messi and all that like the things that they need to check out in recent years and there is this long term plan that he is speaking about so yeah this is victor font the whole uh, presidency campaign has been so i i actually like the idea of a diverse panel but uh, yeah there is no substance to it as okay right and shubham while you're on your uh, i i think it was rudra who mentioned about or it was you or it was rahul one of you uh mentioned the need the season, barcelona seasons are measured based on how many trophies they win and so a treble is considered to be a very good season anything less than that is deemed to be okay average now does that work against font because laporta as opposed to font has had experience in winning those trophies winning those trebles before and but where and he can say and he can prove that he has won those trophies and so uh that could work for him whereas whereas for font because he's a newbie because he's a breath someone who we've not heard from before for that that could work against him oh, oh definitely it's a challenge like everything seems easy on the outside when you really get into the 
uh, get into the uh, like in the middle of middle of it, it it might feel actually different like happens with ma- many stuff most of the stuff in the life so i i, I am assuming it's the same with a board of directors of football club uh, but yeah uh, it it will be a very difficult to uh, maintain that success or like live up to that success in your first year uh, i think people will be a bit sympathetic uh, saying it's a new like so the plan is in the works so they'll try to give more time to the uh, barca president coming barca president but yeah uh, like you said the pressure uh, or the standard that club has uh, garnered through the years that has to have people will push for that only and font is actually trying to make it uh, more interesting with with his new ideologies i mean we have we have seen barcelona go go the traditional way about uh, the season every single year for like last few years uh, recently when kuman was asked like if he needs a sports psychologist for the team which any barcelona fan at this moment will say yes in the heartbeat too uh, kuman said that no i don't uh, the sports psychologists are aren't necessary for his team or like he doesn't think they are important but modern football has changed a lot or even every modern sports have changed a lot people go for that little bit age in almost every little minor detail i know uh, csgo uh, teams who started to eat bananas after they saw astralis uh, eat bananas during the round astralis the team that won four majors for say, if if you are into esports like they are the, they are very successful team so they they used to eat bananas during mid round and, and so other teams started to do that as well like professional sports players don't need to do that they they are not actually it's not physically that much taxing but yeah you see these things uh, followed in uh, organization that are like uh, compared to the sizes like very small you'd say or very that don't have much resources compared to barcelona and you see a sporting club uh, saying being bit reluctant to these ideas but with font he has been very forthcoming with this like his on his panel he has mentioned that he has got roman pugat like he is the best knee uh, specialist like in barcelona or in spain uh, many players have undergone through his treatment for acl injuries and everything so he is the guy who who will be in charge of like the medical or medical department of the team first team or footballing team uh, and kukat has himself said that yeah sports psychologist is a necessary for a modern footballer so these are the m- minor changes that i find interesting in victor uh, fonts campaign and uh, that he is trying to uh, put forward to in order to like back himself keep that success or like gain that success at the club like you say a treble every season true yeah i i think but what barcelona really need need right now is a breath of fresh air and something someone who can who can bring the modern to the tradition so uh yeah i completely agree with you psychologists physiologists uh and your you know nutritionists they they're very key and very vital aspects of you know modern day football right now i think a lot of big clubs have been very uh you know have put their foot down in terms of nutrition have been very very careful as to what their players uh, you know eat and what they how they train and you know the mental aspect of it as well so i i definitely can see how that would appeal to 
fans because it it it's fine when you you know you can call back the legends and hope you play like what you did a few a decade ago but you also need to bring in you know you also need to adapt to modern day football and that's very important uh but all of this we were talking about you know long term and short term and immediate uh you know plans I, and we were talking about how fans might give the incoming president some time but the one person who is finding that time is running out for him is lionel messi uh and you know he has got a huge role to play i i would say in in deci- i wouldn't say in deciding but in the future of or how the f- first initial years of the the board goes of of the president rather goes uh and uh, we all know his influence in the club we all know how you know if you if you don't okay, i i won't say if you don't do what he does but if you st- if you go onto the wrong side of him you know things can turn quite ugly for you and you really don't want to do that uh rudra you mentioned with regards to you know javi coming in and it will take him 2 to 3 years to adapt to or even bring barcelona up to speed uh that's not going to happen for lionel messi he wants results right now because in 2 to 3 years he's not going to have you know to he, he we don't know whether he'll be able to play for barcelona whether he'll be somewhere else or you know new old boys he's always said he wants to go back so wh- how how does this affect messi and you know what is messi's role in this election according to you yeah uh, as you said he he's a he's a winner he wants to win um he obviously wants to win the champions league every year that's what he strives for i agree with the fact that it might take us some time to get back to our best so he probably just wants the results right now he wants he would probably want to move to a club who are who are more likely to win the champions league than us i think for now we have to uh, like lower our expectations for a bit i think we sure if um, it'll be hard it'll be hard but we should probably just be aiming for a la liga title right now that would be the best we can do i i doubt if we, i doubt we can win the champions league with the quality of the team currently so yeah it'll it it uh keeping messi at the club will be difficult but shavi and messi obviously have a really close bond so i think shavi can could find a way to um uh, convince messi to stay but yeah it's it's quite complicated his, his situation uh, rahul i'm going to ask you a slightly i'm going to twist the question a slight a slight bit so both victor fon and juan laporta have promised that they will do anything in their power to keep messi at the club because he's already now if i if i understand right he's now free to speak to any club he wants to to sign for in the summer any interested club that is and any club who has the money to get him I, unless it's free and I'm, i'm not sure about what the contract is right now but both of them both of the presidential the main presidential candidates have promised that they would do everything in their power to keep messi in the club according to you rahul under which president would messi more likely stay at the club messi i uh, according as it would i kind of contradict rudra's opinions as well but uh, i don't think messi would leave now I don't really see him leaving. I, he played uh, things close to his chest like in the recent interview he said that he'll think about what uh, really has to do in the summer because he wanted to see 
who would get elected as the president or what would be the new plan that's his main aim right now he as uh, rudra said he's a winner and no matter what he always wants to win uh, in recent there was a photo of there is a pic of uh, victor Fon- uh, sorry ivan laporta and messi uh, together on his yacht just enjoying they just tweeted recently just to show who would messi want at the club so yeah messi kind of favors laporta considering the, the relationship laporta has not just with the players but as well as the former legends and messi himself so yeah i don't think though messi would leave even though font is elected all he wanted was parthamu to get out of the club uh, last few months ago and also considering the humiliating 8-2 loss i don't think he he had his mind in the right place and as you said about the contract actually he can sign for any club right now for free he can sign a pre contract and move in june but i don't think he's going to do that now he'll stay stay at the club and do the best he can in order to revive the club. yeah like if if we if we think about like who is what who will prefer at the club it is definitely laporta his family voted for messi's family voted for him like they signed the required signatures that were needed to be a pres- uh, presidential candidate messi's uh, family signed for laporta so it is obviously clear to us to who will prefer at the uh, as a barca president come up but delayed election changes things a lot uh, i i i think rahul is uh, correct in this correct about this that he or like he won't, he won't leave maybe he'll try to he's try obviously trying to see what who comes in next and what he'll try to do uh, but uh, laporta has the most chances of retaining messi and messi is not important for football he obviously brings up uh, so much money into the club or even to the region so both candidates can't really uh, go on about casually about it they have to retain messi maybe for a year maybe for a next two years convince him somehow and yeah i think uh, regardless of who barca president is messi is more likely to stay than likely to leave like i was saying messi as far as we all know did not want to leave does not want to leave barcelona was kind of forced because of circumstances over the past few years to rethink his decision uh, but now like rahul mentioned in january he is free to talk to any interested club and to sign for free as well in the summer right however you know the elections were fortunately for him pushed earlier to january 24th web and by end of january he would have known who was the president now that things have been delayed how does that affect does that in any way affect his decision because say he wanted laporta to be the president and rahul and you have mentioned instances as to or you know has given arguments to why he might may, may want that but say laporta he wanted laporta but font wins it and he's not happy with font C- kind of does he feel like he could have had that opportunity in january to have made his decision but now has to wait until the summer uh you know d- how does that how does this delay kind of affect messi's decision to stay or want to go yeah it, it definitely uh, affects uh, somewhat because you see we don't know the outcome of this season football is unpredictable in so many ways and probably that's why we love it so much 
but uh, I, I won't say we'll go and win Champions League or whatever. Like we are far from it, obviously. But uh, how the season takes turns, uh, what develops under in the next few months, you never know. Uh, never say never in football. Uh, maybe Xavi ultimately says that he's joining uh, Mr. Font's team, or even Laporta brings some uh, brings some, out some exciting prospects. Uh, things can t- uh, like both presidential candidates will try to convince and convince Messi. Then rather they they won't ignore him for sure. So next. I I feel like next this delayed election gives more time for this uh, these two people to do these two candidates to convince Messi to stay for the next year. Then it uh like it it does not negatively affect them. Only thing is they won't be able to like give him solid action on those plans they are proposing to him. Like a January uh, in January some some of them might have gone for a player. Some of them might have gone for some some uh, some another thing already. Uh, to convince him, like okay, we are changing this thing. You you don't like this? Okay, we'll change that. You you want this? Okay, we'll try to do that. Or uh, yeah, th- they would have started that action immediately. But this delayed election gives that bit bit of a time for them to convince Messi more about their uh, project, regardless of uh, uh, like which person is elected ultimately or not. So yeah, it can go. Either way, but I think it affects positively to the uh, to the whole situation. Right. I mean, the the inverse of looking at that, or the opposite of looking at that, is that he's he's so angry that again Barcelona has gone to their old ways of delaying something that was actually supposed to bring about some good or some change, and so he might be even more peeved from what he already was. Uh, but all right, I I guess that's about it for this particular segment. And I guess now the last question that I have for each one of you uh, is the ultimate question, which is according to you, which presidential candidate would you want to see become the Barcelona president? You know, come March. So Rahul, let's start with you. Laporta or Victor Font? I don't want to answer that actually. I am split between both of them because both of them are really promising. One has a project that he has been working on for years and years now. On the other, there is an experienced president who had who had brought a lot of glory to the club. So as I right. said in the beginning itself, it's uh, a win-win. So, yeah, why why didn't you say okay? If you if you're a little split on it, why don't you give me what Barcelona might go for? Would they go for the more riskier newbie in? Victor Font or the traditional and proven Laporta? Considering the votes for during the pre-candidate voting, I think Laporta is walking the elections. I don't think anyone else really stands a chance. But I, if you ask me personally, I'd say I love both of them. They both are really promising. Awesome. Okay, Rudra, your turn now. Yeah, I I just have to go for Laporta because see, because uh, look, Font is really promising, but. As again, Xavi is the main, the head of the project. He is he is what uh, supposed to be the savior of Barcelona. But again, if that goes wrong, I'm just not I'm just not sure. And plus, I I can trust Laporta. He knows what he's doing. And um, yeah, at the end of the day, the experience and everything overall just gives Laporta the edge for me. Definitely. And lastly, Shubham, your thoughts on this? Yeah, so I'm actually more conflicted about these these two people being 
politicians more than anything at the end of the day these two are politicians and whatever they promise or say actually uh, we should be we should not be convinced by that uh, at all but still when you see the things that both people have said I, i'll 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 go the other way than this so i'll prefer font because i want to see something fresh i want to see a, a like if he if he uh, lives by his words then i think he has uh, he has chosen the right direction to uh, lead this club so i'll i'll prefer font over laporta for now and let's see what what happens well one thing's for certain we know that whatever the decision be there'll be some sort of rift in the barcelona fan base seeing that <laughs> even on this particular podcast we've got one who wants laporte one who wants font and one who's sort of undecided on that split so i can't wait to see twitter once the decisions been made and the elections are out uh, the results are out to see you know what the reactions are from you coolers to on this you know on who becomes the eventual president but i guess ho- whoever it is hopefully there are better times ahead for the club for barcelona for the city for everyone in, uh, involved and related to that club and also i guess that's about it i think that brings us to the end of this particular episode So thanks Rahul Rudra Shubham for being a part of this podcast and giving your thoughts on this very very crucial election campaign. Uh, I can't wait to hear from you soon and even host you in the near future whether it be for Barcelona uh whether it be you know talking about the results of this election once it happens or even you know other topics that may come about during the season. And also if uh, yeah we also do the smaller podcast where we kind of review games uh so la liga games crucial la liga games so i can't wait to host you on that as well if uh you know time and everything permits me so thanks for that absolutely we just loved uh, discussing i just loved this podcast i loved discussing about the current situation of the club with the fucules and yeah i i'm looking forward to be here once again obviously it's always nice to see people who follow the same passion as you and this was a very good experience on the podcast definitely if you want us to have on any other topic i'll i'll be happy to join yeah it's been a pleasure um it's, it was fun talking with two other barcelona supporters and hearing the thoughts on the subject and uh, yeah hopefully we collaborate uh, in the near future awesome brilliant so i guess to those of you who are listening to this podcast uh, i guess that's about it that's it for this one hour podcast episode Uh if you do like the football content that we are putting out here then please do li- listen to our previous episodes they're as insightful as this one was or you can head out to our shorter podcast series which is the MWF where we kind of do a quicker and a little more emotional review of the weekend matches that happen so you can if you want something a little more reactionary a little more fun you can head out there uh but yeah we'll continue to put out both episodes every week so you can you know listen to all of that here and if you're wondering where you can do that you can listen to our podcast on seven different podcast platforms like anchor spotify google podcast apple podcast amazon i guess if you're not in india uh, pandora i guess also if uh, i don't know if it's there in india but pandora as well you can listen to our podcast there uh and if you do like uh, and if you do want to you know be a part of this podcast if you want to be a guest then please let us know you can do that on instagram and on, and on twitter where i try to keep as active as possible so i guess that's about it for episode number 16 of this ffs series i'm your host pradi once again you stay safe and see you